back to the Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, three. On Sportsnet 960, the fan. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Bo Show. Uh, appreciate having you guys on. I got Kluke in the house. Got Keon Raymond in the house. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Man, good to have you in, man. Yeah, it's um, a pleasure. So yeah, Randy Keon. Keon gave me a call earlier, and then uh, he was like, "Hey, man, you uh, not want to talk about football? Like, <laughs> bring me in. <laughs> we'll talk about everything that's going on during the Grey Cup." So uh, man, let's jump right into it, man. Like, what do you got going on? Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. It's, I guess it's always good to have uh, good friends and uh, good locations too, you know. And so, like I said, I, I've been where Bo's been, and you know, from the uh, last weekend game, man. Uh, you guys gave it a, a really good effort, man. And I was on the sideline cheering. Um, for the boys and man, it's uh, it's always appreciation. You know what I mean? Just being able to sit back now as a fan and and watch you guys go out there and give it your all. So man, I tip my hat to you guys, man. You guys did a wonderful job this year, man. I appreciate you. So, I mean, I'll, I'll jump into it quickly. You know, it's uh, you know, statistically my worst game of my entire career. Uh, it's gonna happen. Um, it was definitely one of those that you're not gonna. To me, I'm not gonna blame weather. Not gonna blame personnel. Nothing like that. Like. Just didn't have the eyes, didn't have the arm for what I needed to have that game, and, and things didn't go the way we wanted it to go. Yeah. yeah, their defensive game plan was something else, too. Yeah, they, they switched some stuff yeah. up. Yeah. They, just, they did a good job. Yeah. You got to give them credit. Um, yeah. And not only that, like to me, even switching up what they did offensively coming out, I was yeah. impressed. Because I thought Strebler, I didn't, I didn't think Strebler was going to play. No. And no. so like to not show that the entire first half and come out second half and then start saying, all right, well, we're going to run the ball yeah. down your throat. Uh you know, they kept us off the field, and then, you know, when we got on the field, we weren't good enough. We were getting two and outs, two and outs, two and outs, putting the defense on the field. And, Keon, you know what that's like when yeah, the offense know, ain't producing. But you know what, man? Like, I've played with you, and, and it only takes one play. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, for Bo to get back there and, and those guys around to change the game, you know. And so, like, it was always it was always a good game, man. Like, yeah, that's what CFL football was about, man. Like, I, I appreciate it. it was cold, but – I mean, I appreciate the fans and watching you guys go out there and sling it around. Like, there was no defeat in anyone's eyes on that sideline, no matter what the score was, no matter what. Guys went out and ran out to that field, and they were waiting to fight every single second, you know. And so, like I said, man, just as a fan, brother, I, you know, I was excited, man. I, I know how it, it hurts to end early because the oh, ultimate yeah. goal is to, you know, to hoist the cup again and – but, you know, just the uh, the things that you guys did this year with the uh, with the injuries and things, man, yeah. and I tip my hat to the organization. So I will say I apologize to fans, but also thank the fans for the support all year. Uh, I know the Grey Cup's here, and everybody wanted to be able to defend that title. Um, you know, but until somebody hoists that cup, we are the defending Grey Cup champions. So um, either way, man, I'm a fan of the game. I'm going to be watching the games this weekend, hopefully watching the Grey Cup somewhere. i got some best friends coming in town. So um, to the fans, man, just thanks for your support all year, and uh, it, it, was, uh, it was a good run. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Especially, you know, thanks for supporting the young kid from Calgary. The Calgary <laughs> sweetheart, if you will. Uh, appreciate it, and I'll be around, too. Yeah. I am Calgary, so I'll yeah. be here. I am Calgary. Yeah. So, yeah. man, you've got, you got a game at four today. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. I uh, I coach. I know last time I came on, I, I coached the uh, – was talking about the Calgary Wolfpack, and yep. – and I coached. We were uh, 2019 NFL champions. Yeah, uh, yes, I won sir. coach of the year. Did you really? Oh man, yeah, How'd you man, trick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess you just win games. I guess <laughs> so. But um, no, and so now I, I'm coaching the uh, junior football, uh, the junior high team, and um, and Centennial, the junior team. And so I think I had four kids who played football before, and man. out of the 30 kids, and just 
teaching these kids how to love the game of football, man. It's just been so exciting this year, and they had no clue that, like, we win this game tonight, we got a shot at the city championship game. So Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, four kids. Four kids who've <laughs> played football before. And That's when you bring the son, the daughter. Yeah. Hey, y'all are playing today, just so y'all know. <laughs> you guys are suiting up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Need y'all yeah. to show them something. Yeah, man. But, it's, it's you know, it's been uh, it's been a joy, man. Like, it's one of those things where um, you appreciate coaching football and me not being from, from Calgary, but hearing the Calgary kid over here and, and just, you know, just the opportunity for us to, to stay here, uh, you know, as, as Americans and give back, you know, to the game and the community Absolutely. around here, man. That's how football grows here, you know, and guys stick around and stay from the guys of Herm Harrison and Marvin Pope and, you know, and those guys stick around and, and continue to breed that culture. So I just want to be a part of it, man, and, and it's been awesome. So I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, you know. Yeah, but, you I, know, bet, man. Yeah. I bet, man. I bet it's a different nervousness, you know. It's like as a player, it was you always controlled your own yeah. your own fate and the way yeah. you played. But as a coach, it's like – all I can do is give them the information, give them the knowledge, the skill, and then and, and then go watch. Absolutely, man. I think our biggest thing now is just the positivity on the sideline, you know. And so making sure, you know, when I'm nervous, we we stay positive. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And, and I'm excited about it. And hopefully, Shoot, you not know, bad weather. Either. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's going to be nice today. So yeah. I tell these kids, man, it's just perfect football oh, weather. Yeah, enjoy this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, man. But I appreciate you uh, having me come on, man, and get a chance to talk about our celebrity basketball game we yeah, got exactly. coming up the uh, uh, next weekend and so and that's uh, Saturday before the game yeah right? yeah so November 23rd yeah, yeah. Uh, we're doing at Crescent Heights High School I don't know if you guys have uh, been around at that high school man oh yeah but dude nice it is probably one of the best gyms high school gyms in Calgary man yeah. like mm -hmm. I think it's the second oldest school yeah. and the uh, the gym is amazing so we're releasing our yeah. final roster announcement tonight on Instagram uh, seven p uh six p.m. and who's all coming in to play? I'm trying to get Bo to play. I'm trying. Yeah, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I want to come out there racing threes. They, I'm nah, telling I don't you, know man. about Hey, oh, I've, yeah. I've watched Bo play. I've watched Bo <laughs> play. Yeah, you, and Bo can play. Like I, you know what? <laughs> Not when we were in Hamilton or wherever. Who it was. won the shootout? Did anybody make one? I no. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, see, now you're giving up too many details. Montel did, I thought. Man, who had the worst shot though? Eric. Eric for sure. <laughs> Eric. Oh, you guys one. talking about on that little hoop thing? No. So we were we were at a hotel and it had this amazing gym built into it. I think we were in Hamilton. I think and, so. Uh, they had a full court gym in there. So we were walking down to uh, go to chapel and we were like, man, let's let's go shoot some hoops real quick. Just a quick little game of pig. Yeah. And it was just like, dink, dink, dink. Like, nobody <laughs> hit it. They like, yeah. just grabbed the basketball, shoot, and nobody stepped in front of the three-point line no. until Eric did. Yeah. Did oh, a layup. Um, but, yeah. No, oh, my God. Do you, do you hear the home. competitiveness in these guys' voices right now? Like, <laughs> and this is just playing a shooting game. Just imagine, you know what I mean, us playing a full game oh, and guys yeah. playing against yeah. each other, man. And. Like I'm excited about. Can you about mention it. Uh, any of the guys coming out? Yeah, yeah. So from um, from Toronto, I got um, S J Green coming out. Nice. Yeah, so he's gonna come out. I know he's one of the. You no, know uh, he can't dunk. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not with those knees. <laughs> <laughs> and we got we got a couple former stamps uh, coming out. Uh, Romby Bryant and uh, oh nice. Yeah, Romby's Rom coming out. Romby's coming out, man. Oh no, I gotta come. Yeah, Romby's <laughs> coming out, man, and uh, Quay. Quay's coming out to play as Quay well, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's not on my team. Yeah, yeah. he's not on my team. But, Quay uh, seems like a Rajon Rondo. Like, yeah, yeah, it looks like he's going to play defense. and you know, He can dribble and pass. But yeah. I don't know if he can shoot or not. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know. He, he may surprise you. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably true. listening in. Quay, can you shoot? I don't know. <laughs> the jury's still out. 960, 960. <laughs> let, let us know, Just Quay. yes or no. That's all we need from him. <laughs>
Yeah, man. So, but no, I, I appreciate. It. We're we're excited about the uh, the weekend, man. We started and Friday night. And this is night. the CFLPA alumni. Uh, putting it on. Who's putting it on? No, so it's our our nonprofit group, the K twenty five Youth Sports. Okay, so nice. yeah, so we started around and we we started with our seven on seven program that yep. we spoke about um, this past um, this past um, this winter, yeah. and it's just getting kids an opportunity to get out, skill development, and football. And so what we're doing, we take these kids down to the U S. Um, starting in February, we go to Las Vegas, and we'll go to Portland, and we'll go to Seattle, and uh, just to name a few. But we uh, we raise money for for the kids who can't afford to. Take trips like that, go four trips to the U.S. and to to provide a way um, for them. So that's what the the yep. celebrity games about, and it's getting the Canadian kids um, exposure as we go down. We visit a U.S. college every time that we go down, give them an opportunity to meet coaches, kind of know what the requirements is and grades and things like that, and just kind of give them an eye, kind of what to shoot for, what if they want to shoot for, you know, especially with the uh, um, the notoriety um, of the uh, the Hubbard kid um, from Oklahoma yeah, State. Chuba yeah. yeah, man, yeah, and yeah. so it's you know it's like. There's kids that can play. Yeah, it's kids that can play up here, you know. And so what we do, we just take them down there. And, and, and a lot of kids think the kids from the U.S. are like superhuman. And, but when they go down and they see, you know what? Oh, I can compete. Like yeah, yeah, I can compete. You know, I got to do a little bit more work, you know. But, you know, that's what camps like you guys have the camp, man. And, and the camps that we put on, like those, those, what those are for, you know. And for these kids to compete and go in and, and show that, you know what, I, I can play down there if given the opportunity, you know. And so that's what we do, man. It's a lot of kids, and we don't want the uh, the financial burden, you know, to be yep. on a parent. You know, well, we can't go because – you know we can't afford it you know and right. so i was one of those kids man you know yeah. and so yeah just trying to you know trying to help provide a way man so come on out man you know purchase tickets to the celebrity basketball classic yeah, yeah sure. it's on eventbrite you know you can visit uh k25sports.com and so. and so the money from this will help take some of these kids down there absolutely absolutely, absolutely. so crescent heights high school uh 7 p.m november 23rd yeah yeah you got, you got a dunk contest at halftime too so you know, I can't. I can't participate in that. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what happens, I won't be participating. Yeah, in that. yeah. it's just in your contract. Unless you right? got one of those trampolines, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> to come out. Yeah, <laughs> the little, you know, the trampolines that the mascots always be doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm afraid I may jump too high and jump in the hoop. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an automatic win right there. Yeah. So no. that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if I can get out there, I'm definitely gonna come by. Stop by. I appreciate Mine's it. Bring have to pick the friends straight up yeah. the airport. And come Bring the crew, out. man. We got you guys courtside then, Ooh, man. Listen, Bring the hey, crew. You hey, you invited. <laughs> yeah. Bring the crew, man. Okay. All right. Let me say something about that. Okay. What? So <laughs> this guy claims to have like a 40 inch vertical. Oh, really? Uh, well, you know, in the oh, off season. Oh, hold on now, hold on. <laughs> He's in the off season. <laughs> season just ended now. It's probably oh, okay. thirty-eight point two. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and and you're good. what six one? Yeah, six three, six one, uh, six three. <laughs> oh, what? Can you dunk though? You know, you can jump. I know guys yeah. that can jump. Yeah. I can you put but the can ball? You, but can you palm the ball? Well. <laughs> <laughs> the, se the senior girls' ball. Okay, we'll get them one. I, I, yeah, yeah, I might have to let anybody know. Okay, I might have to get up there and you know, yeah. little, right, listen, little man, rim grazer. Three point shooting contest out there. I'm there. Okay, I'm All a right. slasher. I'll dunk. All right, you heard it here first on oh, the yeah. bow show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Put a three point shooting contest out there. I'm showing up. <laughs> All right, my man. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. I yeah, thank man. you guys for uh, for coming. You guys are doing an amazing job here, man. And and I make sure I tell everybody, make sure they tune in, man. This is where it's hey, at, man. baby. Absolutely. We do it on the shoulders of those that came before us, man. Yeah. You know, I got to watch you do it for a long time. You got to throw me some it. tips and yeah, and how to it. how to handle myself yeah. in the media and everything. So 
This is where it got me. Hey, don't give me all the credit. No, <laughs> no I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thanks, man. Well, man. good luck to the Wolfpack today. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. they get a win. Yeah. I yeah, man. It. All right, there man. You go taking the city shape shit. That's, we're we're yep. looking forward to it, man. So uh, any advice that you, you want me to tell the kids from Bo, I can tell them literally, hey, this oh, yeah. is what Bo Levi says. Throw it deep. Throw it deep. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, appreciate it, Keon. Yeah. Appreciate you coming appreciate on, bringing it, the kiddos out. Yeah. Yep. Appreciate y'all dealing with your dad. Happy to be on the radio today. <laughs> He's got his kids right here behind us watching us. Their video. I think they're recording us over there. No, <laughs> yeah. you're, not, you're not recording yeah. us? I see your phone out. Yeah. <laughs> Making sure he says everything right so he can let mom know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we'll, uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk, talk about the game a little bit, talk about the upcoming matchups and, uh, you know, just kind of who we think might take it. Uh, and then the uh, upcoming Grey Cup and some of the events going on around that week. All right, you're listening to Bo Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. The Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. For SML Entertainment, escape the daily rush with one of SML Entertainment's large selection of hot tubs, including the Caldera Spa Utopia series. Visit smlentertainment.com. All right, welcome back to The Bo Show. Uh, call in, text in 960-960 or 403-240-4444. If you want to talk about the game, talk about uh, anything, talk about your picks for this weekend, we're going to jump into it. Your picks for the weekend. I went with Edmonton over Hamilton and Winnipeg over Sask. All right, let's talk. Let's. All right, well, here, let's let's go with your picks first. Okay, let's I'm go going. I want to talk that East final though. Okay, the peg, and I'll go the ham. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I believe they call it the hammer. I believe. <laughs> yeah. Just the ham. I the ham. Just the, the honey ham. ham I believe. Green eggs and ham. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going Hamilton, um, and I'm also. Man, if Ajardo plays, I'm going Sask. Okay. If he doesn't play, I'm going Winnipeg. Well, you have to pick right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're going to have to take a gamble. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think of the last couple times they played. It's been a while, hasn't it? Didn't Winnipeg lose and they like blew him out the next game? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Winnipeg took two of three. In the uh, in the regular season from Sask and all right, then I'm gonna predict that Fajardo plays isn't feeling great. Mm-hmm. He tries to play through it, um, but a hit or two or a wrong throw here or there uh, takes him out, and Winnipeg gets the win. Okay. So I'll go Hamilton, Winnipeg. Now, all right, explain your Edmonton pick. Uh, sorry, uh, Sass took two or three. Sass took uh, Sass beat him on the Labor Day game. Winnipeg took the re, uh, rematch 35 to 10, and then Sask won uh, in week 15, 21 to 6. That was right as Streveler was trying to find his, his game, and they had yet to bring Caleros into the fold, and, and he had yet to start. So yeah. Winnipeg took two or three. Uh, explain my Edmonton pick. Yes. Yeah. So Hamilton has the number one offense in the league, yep. the number one defense in the league. Yep. Everybody healthy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're going Edmonton. Okay, so here's why. First of all, to reach the Grey Cup, which yep. no one's done. <laughs> to it. never, yeah. so I'm like, hey, it's got to happen eventually. A crossover that's team's got to get there last eventually. Two years. Okay, here's a couple of things. First of all, I I like the narrative that that Edmonton is spinning right now, and I think that there's a little bit. I I, I they've got a, a good feel inside that locker room. Um, they're basically going with, why not us? Like, why why not us? Why couldn't we do this? Yeah. That's so, great. Just so you know. it is. But it that's, is, that's everybody's thought. I know. <laughs> Here's here's why, because I think that that team had an awful second half of the season, but has been a sleeping giant all year long. And 
don't don't forget that when Trevor Harris was healthy, that was the yeah. number one passing offense in the league. Yep. With Gable and Cooper, which really they haven't done all year until the, the East Division semifinal, they've got a really dynamic run game with two different guys. And when Trevor Harris was healthy, that was the number one passing defense in the CFL as well. They finished as the number one passing defense, but you know when, when their defense was on the field way more, as you talked about with Keon, it wasn't anywhere near the same. But I, I look at that team, and I think that there are an extremely high number of talented players, and they looked like in the first half of the season in the same conversation as Sass, Calgary, and Winnipeg. It fell off, and then Harris got hurt, and they never were able to get it back on track. But, geez, Trev just went 92% in Montreal – Different against Hamilton. I don't think it's going to be that successful again. But I, I don't think there's, when they're both at their best, I don't think there's a lot separating the Eskimos and, and the Tiger Cats. Okay, so let me remind you, last year Trevor threw for six touchdowns. In the, and then got blown out. And then by, uh, threw three interceptions yeah. in the next game. Oh. Well, not blown out. but No, no he didn't get blown ran, out. Ran, ran into a, a yeah. different team. Yeah, yeah. Just played a much better defense. Yep. And right now, to me, that Hamilton defense is top-notch. I mean, everybody's healthy. They're coming off a bye week. They're feeling great about themselves. They yep. set a record. I mean, the only thing I'm going to go with is the curse of feeling a little, little bit too good about yourself. That's the only thing. But I think watching Trev and, and Edmonton play the way they played, like I, 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 fully, I fully think that Hamilton expected Montreal to be playing this weekend. I don't think they expected Edmonton to win. So I think that kind of raises the antennas a little bit, and they're kind of like, all right, man, hold up. Everybody, let's not forget, like, just because we did this in the regular season doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. We've seen Calgary the last, you know, three years, you know, or, you know, two two years ago and three years ago, um, you know, be the number one team in the league, number one offense, number one defense, come out and get and get beaten in the Grey Cup. Let's not beat those guys. So, I mean, I think their antennas are up. I think they're going to be okay. The only thing is Dane, you know, not playing playoff games, but I don't believe in that. You know, you know I mean, I think, and I know Vern had was playing in his first one. I think he played, he played good. Um, Till the fourth know. quarter when the pressure was yeah. really on You've a couple really of bad start. decisions. Yeah, yep. for sure. And, uh, you know, but shoot, I mean, look at myself. I did the same thing. Trying to, when you're trying to press, trying to get your team back in the game, you're going to make decisions. Yep. And this is, those are the decisions you have to make, you know, as far as in whether or not they go your way. Now that's on you. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. With, with Dane playing, I think he's been playing great all year. Um, I think he's going to cement himself as a, a guy in this league by coming out in this game and, and playing amazing again. Um, and I, I, just, I just can't see Hamilton getting beat right now. Yeah, it's too hard for me to talk myself out of Hamilton. I mean, I think the offense has too many playmakers. Dane's playing good. Banks, Addison. And that defense is so physical. And when it comes to playoffs, I think that's going to be at home. It's going to be loud there. They're going to be fired up. And oh man, they just, just haven't, and they just they just haven't lost anything. Like, that's yeah. They, they've got they've got all their guys. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody on their D line is healthy. Their yep. linebackers are healthy. Their DBs are all great. Like they all just got a week off. They're all watching a crap load of Edmonton film. <laughs> They're going to find out that Trev likes to run RPO, which we all know. You know, it's not going to be a ninety-two percent completion game. It's going to be, you know. 60% completions, Yeah, two touchdowns, two picks, yep. and I think Hamilton gets the win. Okay. I, I, look, I mean, I think it's going to be – I like the prediction, though. Like it's going to be a one. ridiculously close game. Uh, I, I think that Edmonton will give Hamilton a run for their money, but if Hamilton wins, I'm not going to be surprised. I mean, oh, man, I don't think it's going to be close. You don't think so? No. You think Ham's going to 
I do. Now, now look what you've got me saying. Ham. Ham. He uh, said it. The <laughs> ham. It's catching the up. ham. Go trade market. Uh, Let them know. Their name, new, yeah. new name is the ham. You guys the are the ham. ham. Uh, you know they're going to run away with it, hey? I do. I mean, that's a hell of a football mm. team. And and if they were, I think you just got to tip your hat and say, yeah, you know what? That's the best season they've ever had in franchise history. Uh, and and if they were to run away with it, then you know I think it's pretty good underlining of, of what they did in the regular season. That's a good football team. I just yep. I like what Edmonton's running with right now, and I like the fact that I probably I probably didn't give Trevor Harris enough credit for saying, eh, he only played one game at two months. He knew his body pretty well. He knew that missing yeah. week 21 was the way to go. I probably should have given him a little bit more credit for knowing what he needs to be ready for the most important game of the year. So I just – and maybe it's because I've, I've liked Edmonton and what they have all year long. Yeah. I, I, I might be buying into that a little too much, but I, I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think you're buying into that too much. I, I, I agree with you. When he was playing – the, that the defense was the number one defense in the league, or I guess you said pass defense. Pass defense, yep. But yeah, they were, man. They were they were playing hot. And like when your quarterback's playing well, your defense is obviously going to play better, and, and vice versa. When your defense is playing well, your quarterback's going to play better. So, you know, I think they were playing at top notch level at that point. Um, it was just right around Labor Day when Trevor went down that you know things went downhill, and that makes sense. I mean, they lost a guy that was their leader and their dude for you know six, seven weeks towards the end of the season. That's tough. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think. Uh, Hamilton looks like we did, you know, three years ago, which it, it just it never felt like we were going to be stopped, and we had a, you know, a confidence about ourselves. And I see that same confidence now. If that overconfidence carries into Grey Cup and the award show, and oh, we've got the you know, the head coach of the year, we've got yep. the MOP, we might have the defensive player of the year, um, you know, things like that. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I really just don't think Traveris is going to come out and light the world on fire like he did last game because I just think he's playing a better defense. You know, like I said before, more physical defense. Yep. And I mean, it seemed like for Edmonton that game against Montreal, everything went right. Like, to me, that was the best possible game that they could have had. And I just think Hamilton's going to make yeah. it a lot tougher on him. It's nothing against Montreal's defense. They they are a very good defense, but they run they run – you know, like two coverages. Yeah. So it, it is a defense that you, sh- you can have high completion percentage. You look at our game, you know, <laughs> we could have thrown, we threw for what, 490? We could have thrown for 550 without fumbles. And it's just, yeah. you know, I, I kind of saw that happening with Trevor, just coming back, feeling good about himself. I more or less wanted to see how healthy his arm was going to be, you know, after two games ago going in and playing. But, you know, he looked good. He looked strong. He looked confident what he was doing. He looked focused. Um, you know, but it's going to be, you know, those throws and those windows are going to be a little bit tighter. Yep. And you're playing against the number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. And you talked about him before, but Bro is back. And, I mean, that kind of takes away a target for him if he's not going to throw at him the whole game. So that allows him to get a little more yep. creative with the rest of the stuff they're going to do in the back end. So I think it'll be interesting. But I think I got Hamilton 31-18. 31-18? Yeah, book yep. it. Book it. I'm going to say – Book uh, it. Ooh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give him – I'm going to give him two touchdowns early. Um, I'm gonna give a special team touchdown to Hamilton as well, though. Yeah. Um, Woo. Yeah. It no. seems inevitable. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's been yeah. happening all year yeah. in the CFL. It can't not happen in the playoffs. Uh, I, I'm gonna go 35-21. Mm. Let's get a Grey Cup prediction as well. So you've got uh, Edmonton. You've got Edmonton, Winnipeg. Jeez. Um, yeah, we're gonna take it all the way there. Okay. And this doesn't. This doesn't have to play into the rest of your articles and all yep. that. This is just the. I'm photo. just think, I'm yep. thinking. Uh, I. Uh, no Ferg here. I'll just say. Nope. Yeah, no Ferg. <laughs> uh, he works for TSN anyway. Um, I go. I think. I, I. I think Winnipeg has got something going right now. That was. That was. That was hey. an impressive second half. You're picking Edmonton to beat Hamilton and not yep. win the game. Yep. Mm. Ooh. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll take Winnipeg to win the Great Cup. All right. <sighs> Gosh, I gotta take Hamilton. Me too. I think they're just too good. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think they can learn from what the mistakes we made. Yeah. You know, just come out there, plug in, do what you're supposed to do. Everybody, do your own job. Um, as long as they don't drink their own Kool Aid, there's no reason yep. they shouldn't win. Yeah. Having having Bro back is huge because I mean that essentially takes away one receiver like one of their big three is basically yeah. gone sounds like somebody said that yeah so but like but and i'm curious to see who pulling no, a, pull right. a pinder no not not <laughs> quite <laughs> but with with him there like who who does he who does he take out is it so would that be uh would that be daniels that that i, th- I mean i don't know you think you're smart and move guys around yeah probably mostly daniels but yeah sometimes ellingson will probably be out there Collins, yeah, the, one of them though is probably always going to get latched onto. I'm just going to line my full ba- fullback out, uh, out there. <laughs> yeah. Say, have a go, hey, bro. Go stand out there, yeah. man. Take that, take that guy out of the game. Say, Smoke a, screen him the whole time. Have a go, bro. Have a go, yeah. bro. The ham and have a go, bro. Oh, I'll take go. royalties. That's, yeah, say, that's two t-shirts right there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, not free though. Uh, Peter, are you over there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, let's hear it, man. What's your prediction? It's a Riders fan, by the way. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Saskatchewan over Winnipeg in a tightly contested game uh, in the West's uh, final. In the East, I would love to go as bold as Pat with the uh, the Edmonton pick. One thing that does concern me about Hamilton, as you guys kind of alluded to, is they haven't played a meaningful game since, like, August. They, they've had that thing wrapped up for a while, but there's just yeah, so much yeah. speed on the offensive side of the ball for Hamilton. I don't know how Edmonton, or quite frankly, anyone, uh, defends against that. So I will go uh, Hamilton to break my heart in the Grey Cup over Saskatchewan. Yeah. Right, How's yeah. the weather supposed to be in the East Final? Do you know? I haven't looked yet, to be perfectly honest either. with you. Rest I just, is good I know for in, speed. I know in the hammer, though, that wind can go. In the ham? Yeah, the ham. In the ham. Yeah. In the ham. <laughs> what do we got for the... Uh, let's take a uh, look supposed at supposed to be the, plus uh, two and dry I'm more worried about on the wind. Sunday. In Hamilton, uh, wind Sunday. at two kilometers an hour. Yeah, it looks oh. like it's going to be nice. Uh, Boring. Nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't think there's anything going against Hamilton there. No. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. This is a game day at the Saddle Dome. That'll be the Dallas Stars cutting sticks right now. It's game day at the Bow Show too. It's, yeah, it's yeah. always game day. Yeah. For Can you? we go uh, tell those guys to shut up? Yeah. At least give me a here. stick. I like look. I think that Hamilton is a ridiculous team, and and that defense is with Broback and with that D line, and Simone Lawrence might win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he got like he got my vote for uh, Defensive Player of the Year, most outstanding defensive player. I know that he there's some there's some <laughs> controversial things that happen with him, but so that's that's my thing. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna knock out Andrew Harris for MOP, I'm taking out Simone for the exact same reason. Because, but he got because he shouldn't have been playing the second half of the season. You know that. What because of the uh, yes. because of the hit on Caleros? No, because of the hit on Caleros on Kilgore on. I mean, I mean, it just kept happening. It's it was it pained the, me to do. I don't know yourself. if it's see. I don't know if it's the same though as it's a not guy the who, same, but it is very similar. Like the twisting of Terry's ankle. Like this guy just yeah. purposely tries to injure people after the play multiple games in a row. I agree that that look he crosses the line all the time. I yeah. completely agree, but I still think it's different than a guy who gets caught. Yes, I know with I performance know. enhancing drugs. It is. It is different. But I think if I was a voter, it would go towards the same thing for me. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's fair. Like, and, and 
I I tried to take away, and I I actively tried to take away. Yeah, you know, I like to. I don't like when the riders win football games, right? So I, but I tried to take that away from my decision making when I was making my calls for voting, and I tried to take that away with my perception of of Simone Lawrence because I I do think that there I I think that he has very well earned that reputation, but he also had a hell of a season where he impacted the game all over the place. Like interceptions, uh, led the league in tackles. Oh, yeah, no. He's, like, he's the guy's a, a ridiculous he's player. A beast. He's definitely a beast. Tim versus Willie, right? Yeah. 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 And it was close. It was really close for me to lean Simone's way. Yeah. Everybody just – the only thing going against Willie is like the end of the season. Everybody's saying, oh, there weren't very many stats there at the end of the season to kind of like push him over the top. But, I mean, God, that's – Every offense is all we do is like, okay, don't let <laughs> Willie ruin the game. Yeah. Like, that's that's big enough impact. It's just not on the stat sheet. Yeah. No, he changes how you have to play. You can't throw screens at him because he's going to knock yeah. it down. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you do not do that for Simone. No. You don't go out there and game plan against 21. No. He's a hell of a player. He's going to make plays, and you've got to lock him up when you get the chance, but you're not out there. But that goes back to your argument, though. Is it is it the most important player or is it the most outstanding season? Cause yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's not most valuable. It's most outstanding. It's stats. Hmm. So, yeah, you're right. It's a good conversation. Interesting word choice, CFL. Outstanding. Well, and then and then the the Grey Cup game is most valuable. Yeah, why does it switch? I don't know. Berg versus Ferg. Figure it out. <laughs> outstanding yeah, or outstanding valuable. Outstanding or valuable. Yeah, yeah let's, there you go. We're doing yeah. our job for you. Our, uh, our topic this week was if you had, and I'd, I'd be curious as to where you'd weigh in on this. I don't really get to choose. I, I'm basically told what I have to argue yeah. for a lot of the time. But it was <laughs> what what would you rather have in a game, uh, a game breaker like Brandon Banks or a game breaker like Willie Jefferson? And I argued for Jefferson because for yeah. does Hamilton games, he had to argue yeah. for Banks. Um, but I went with Jefferson. If I, if I had, like, one player in a game that I would rather have in a mm. winner-take-all game, who would you rather have? I'm taking Banks. Uh, yeah. Receiver bias Banks. Yeah. Yeah. You can play special teams, too, like yeah. return a missed field yep. goal to the house. Well, yep. stri- for me, it's strictly the fact that uh, 16 can score from anywhere on the field when he touches the ball. Like anywhere, that yep. guy can yep. make five guys miss, outrun the other six, the mm-hmm. other seven, and he's gone. Yep. You know, it's just that's different than a sack. Yep. It's different than a knockdown. You know, like yeah, there was a couple games Willie had to pick six here or there, but um, no, yeah. If you're talking about like game changers, like yeah, because you here's the thing you can you can game plan against Willie and you can get him out of the game. You can game plan against Brandon Banks, and, and you still, still can't. He's still going to yeah. go for 100 yards. They're going to find a way to get him the ball, so yeah, uh, they can control that because they can hand it to him. They can throw it to him at zero yards. They can throw it to him at 60 yards. Like yeah. no matter how you game plan against it, unless you just put somebody on him and double team the entire game to try to take him out of the game, he'll still beat people. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah, that's tough. All right, well, hey, text in 960-960. Got lots of texts. Good. Call in 403-240-4444. We'll hit them up in this last one. Uh, I want to hear your predictions as well for these games. Uh, somebody give me an argument. Give me a give me a reason Edmonton is going to win this next game. Uh, I want to hear it. And uh, give me your take on Fajardo, whether or not he's playing. All right, you listen to the Bo Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. <laughs> The Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan for SML Entertainment. Escape the daily rush with one of SML Entertainment's large selection of hot tubs, including the Caldera Spa Utopia series. Visit smlentertainment.com.
Alright, welcome back to the post show. I don't know what this is. Peter, you are Okay, man, I gotta step in here. I've been Dude. doing this for a week now, and we just had this playlist thing. And they just said, yeah, play whatever one of these songs, they're all okay. So I'm just like, scrolling whatever, play this. So, I hold myself wow. not at all responsible. No, this is, that in there. yeah, this like is waiting. all Will. Oh, that's funny stuff. Shout out yeah. Will. Either way, you're still fired. <laughs> Yeah, like that's the first time I've heard that this month. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you want go to go to some of the text here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I'll that start with this is the first one that came in. Uh, just one question for you, Bo. Why at this point in the season, the playoffs, was the offense so completely out of sync? Uh, honestly, it was. It, I would give it more to what they did. Um, they had a – I understand this. They had a week off, so – they played us twice in a row, and then they had a week off and then played us again. So the entire time they're watching our game film, figuring out enough things to say, okay, well, here's how they attacked us in this formation. Here's how they attacked us in this formation. So basically the, the formations that we got into, like we attacked them a lot on um, on a two-by-three formation on second down. And they always had their Sam high, and then it was whether or not their half or their corner was high, but they were either in a four-week or a four-week cloud. And... Basically, all that happened was so. I mean, that's just their third DB is the Sam to the field. Um, so that's like your Jamar Wall, your Pat Levels. When you traveled over to the boundary, so you had two receivers to field, three receivers to the boundary, that guy traveled over. He was always high. And then their half would be high, or their corner would go high as well. And then the half would be lower, corner go low, vice versa on those two guys. Mm -hmm. So we basically just kind of attacked that area around the Will and the Sam the entire time. So a lot of our zone coverage, zone pass plays didn't really match up because they what they did is they flew that guy over still the sam and then kept him low um and then they had ha high half low corner and then the safety was kind of a he's always been an aggressive guy all year so it started off with hex being a guy that kind of robbed dig routes robbed your hook routes your kind of bend in seams we call them um what they actually did was end up pushing him really high played two on two football to the field um so put more of you know the onus on kj and the w to take the game and yeah so uh they did a good job man they did a really good job of switching that up and then their mix up off that coverage was uh the sam when he flew over he would run back on the snap run back to the middle of the field uh big hill the mike linebacker would run to the field to the two receiver side and then their will would push out really wide um so they just ended up you know creating a coverage that didn't guess right uh, that we yep. were still going to try to attack them in that formation. Um, they did a good job of it. It's not like they got a lot of pressure on us or anything, but just as far as, you know, in the conditions that we were in, um, you know, you had to trust things with your eyes, trust guys, and put balls in, in spots, and uh, it just didn't work out. I mean, yeah, it's tough, too. Our receiving core was just rotating with injuries all year, and, I mean, when the playoffs come, it's 19 plus 4 equals 100, you know? Yeah, and no, it was, it was not devastating having, to find out Eric wasn't playing. That's yeah, the guy you rely on. Right, like he's – as big time as it gets in the playoffs, you know, so that's just – it's tough missing a guy like him. I yeah. mean, and we just – yeah, I guess maybe the chemistry wasn't there with everybody just moving parts. But, I mean, like you said, I think it's just more about what they did. They did a good job. Know, so what they did was they ran a lot of man coverage in the first half, and we were still beating them. Um, so what they did in the second half is they switched to that zone coverage I just talked about. And when they went man, they decided to vice Reggie. So basically played two-on-one with Reggie. So Big Hill ran to Reggie, and he played him low, and then his DB played him high. So they were like, all right, we're either going to make your R, your Canadian R beat us, or your XW, so KJ and Huff. So, I mean, Huff had six catches for 70 yards. Huff did a good job. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, me and KJ just weren't on the same page yet, and that's that's going to happen. It's nothing on him. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't played in 20 weeks. 
we were just glad to have that guy in the game and, and have the ability to see him back on the field. So yep. <laughs> definitely not going to give him any blame. I thought he did a great job stepping in. Um, but the, the truth is the details and, and stuff aren't just, just aren't going to be there, you know, as far as when they need to be. So um, there's times where I relied on him where maybe I should have relied on other guys and trusted other guys and just didn't do it. Uh, this one, you mentioned you didn't have the arm in the semifinal. Were you referring to arm fatigue? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, arm started to feel really, really good uh, throughout that six, seven-game stretch. And, again, I'm not going to blame the arm. It's just I didn't have the stuff that I needed. I didn't have that pop and, and that trust in it to just let it rip. Um, so, yeah, you know, getting things looked at again, just making sure everything is okay. But, um, yeah, just again, just didn't have the stuff that I needed to have, you know, and that's just that's that's also my feet. Uh, Dave always talks about my feet, like when my feet are underneath me, that you know I'm unstoppable to throw the ball. And and he thought there was a couple times that game where um, he's like, I didn't know if your you know your arm was hurting and you didn't trust it, and that's why your feet got off, and that's why you're throwing the ball different. But um, yeah, that's mainly why. Um, guys, what made Trevor Harris so successful last week? Any specific play call trends or decisions you saw that allowed him to light it up? Ooh. I mean, personally, I, what I saw was a guy that had had a lot of time off. Um, he played a game two weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago now, just to kind of get back into it. And then just watched basically all of Montreal's film and said, man, they, they're running two coverages. One of them's three double cloud, which is there's a lot of windows. Um, and Trev saw that, and I think they had a really good game plan against it. But not only that, he just he felt good. He felt confident. He got out there and ripped the ball. And, and once you kind of get you know two or three or four rolling in a row, um, it almost feels like sometimes what I talk about with Steph Curry when he shoots that sometimes a guy doesn't have to watch. You know, the moment he lets go, he just knows it's in. It's just the feeling of the fingertips. And, mm -hmm. and uh, as a quarterback, man, once you kind of get to that feeling, uh, man, things just start to feel amazing. You know, just letting the ball go, just trusting guys to go out there and catch it, just continuing to get completions. I thought he definitely did that. Yeah, you really saw the chemistry with him and Ellingson too, and you can tell they played in big games together because he was going to him often and early right away. And, you know, Ellingson was making – Big plays for him, so and he just, just happened to be the guy. one to drop the. I know, the yeah, yeah. That was right. So that's right when we came out of chapel, and we come back in, and, and we're about to get warmed up and start getting dressed. And uh, guys, like, hey man, you know, Trevor's twenty of twenty, and then you see a completion, like, oh, he's twenty one of twenty one. I was like, well, what's the record? I know it's. <laughs> I want to say it's Masoli from back in the day, and uh, and um, they were like, yeah, it's twenty three. So he, he completes the next one, and then we see him fire one to Ellingson, and it goes down, and I was like, ah. Hey, sometimes you got to drop it to keep the QB honest, and I think that's what Ellingson <laughs> yeah, was doing there. there. Yeah, just Ellingson you know, was like, hey. you know what? Let's not give him another playoff yeah. record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Hamilton played mostly against the East, so shouldn't their stats be a little booted, or are they a little inflated? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe a little inflated, but it's not like they play the East that many more times. You know, they're they're still playing the West. What is it? Twice a year? Yeah, so and then played. they play everybody in the East three times a year. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. Yeah, that they so, have yeah I mean, there, sure, yeah. a little bit inflated, but um, you know, either way, they still they still ball when they played the West as well. You know, they they beat us when we went out there. Um, you know, when they came out here, they gave me fits. You know, we won the game on a blocked field goal there at the end of the game. Um, so no, I mean, their their stats are right where they should be. And they beat up on teams too. Like yeah. it wasn't like they were just skating by against the East. You know, yeah. they were putting it to them. Yeah, uh, go ahead, sorry. Uh, so I had. We're, we have we have an app, but we're going to pitch that next week on the season finale. Yep, season finale. Tune in. So you're going to you're holding that off. We're going to hold off yeah. the app. One thing I do have. So my wife and I. I mean, 
we're we're big Christmas people, and I know it's only November thirteenth, but you better start thinking about it now. Santa's coming because if folks. not, you're gonna be late, <laughs> like most of us normally are. Uh, so what my wife and I do, and I'm, this is kind of for the guys out there to uh, go ahead and get ahead, and you can tell your wife this was your uh, idea. Twelve days of Christmas. Okay. Okay, so we do twelve days of Christmas. So we start counting. I think it's the fourteenth is the first day. Uh, then start counting to Christmas Day. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That adds up. That adds Continue. up. Continue. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so we basically come up with 12, 12 uh, themes or kind of gifts you have to do um, that lead up to Christmas Day, your big gift. Uh, but it's a way to kind of, you know, instead of you thinking, oh, my gosh, I haven't been listening all year. What does my wife want? What does she need? Mm. And you start trying to listen for these last, you know, two, three days or these last uh, two, three weeks, I mean, uh, you know, tends to not work out. So what I'm going to do is try to save you a little bit. So 12 days of Christmas, what we do, and you can create your own days. Uh, the first day we do an ornament for each other, just any kind of ornament, something sentimental, something funny, whatever it might be, but something you can hang on the tree and it's something you can kind of turn into every year. Uh, day two, we go, you know, socks and stuff like that. Day three, something handmade. Day four, a book. Mm-hmm. Day five, something from Lululemon. Um, you know, if you're not those Very kind specific. of people, you can always do Carhartt, something like that. Um, day six, something for the car. You know what? Just oh. not a steering wheel cover. Don't give me, you know, something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. We're tinting the windows. We're yeah. blacking out the rims. Something. Give me something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, day seven, we do golf. Day eight, something for the house. Day nine, do a pair of shoes. Day 10, we do PJs. Day 11, we do stockings. Uh, and 12 is a big gift. So uh, it's just an idea for you as far as like you put together, like you and the wife, you and the girl, decide on, just go to, like, hey, you know what? I had this great idea. What if we did 12 days of Christmas? Now, every day leading up to Christmas, we kind of just get to me and you, have some alone time, open up a gift for each other. Um, and it's something you can do. And it's, it's, it's fun. It's something you look forward to every single day. Um, you know, and it's not just like, man, I hope I have close to the same number of gifts that she got me on Christmas Day. I hope mm. mine compared to hers. But, you know, you start to we, – like, we put parameters out for us for every everything we do. It's like our big gift. We have a max number. It's allowed to be dollar-wise and stuff like that. So – just it's a different way to change things up on Christmas. We do it for the daughters as well, um, so we're not just opening up a crap load of gifts and feeling, uh, you know, mm. overly great about ourselves. We want to just try to do it nice and easy. Get one gift a day. That's all you get, and and open up one gift on Christmas and then just enjoy the day together. Mm. I like that. Twelve days of Christmas. Lock it in for your families, and if not. I'll see you at uh, Market Mall, December 24th. I'll be in the food court. Let's grab lunch. I'll be getting all my gifts then. <laughs> all right, guys. Appreciate y'all. Uh, there's the Bo Show for SML Entertainment season finale next Wednesday from 3 till 4 o'clock right here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Okay, around the corner, Daily Calgary Flames roundtable, 5 o'clock, Jonathan Davis from NHL Network Radio. But Derek Wills joins us up next, the Daily Calgary Flames roundtable, a couple minutes away, Pinder and Stein resumes next. Sportsnet 960 The Fan.